gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? You're talking to two guys from Hialeah and West Kendall and one with a Raleigh Fingers mustache, so I think you're good. <laughs> Ricky Vaughn style, maybe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> flips their bat like that in a single. I'm here for A guy it. that's hitting 200, bro. Listen, you paid $5 for your ticket, even if you're sitting behind home plate. If get gets paid a big bucks, he knows a little better than I do. Uh, and he's very handsome. So handsome. Super Great. handsome. Your expectations as a Marlins fan should have changed by now. All the feels, man. Like, I love Papito so much. It depends on what you give up. Man. I don't like that question, Danny. I, I, oh. I don't. <laughs> what would you let me see it if I can't have it? Like, I feel like the Marlins. Jerk. Starting staff has looked so much better. Uh, All three of them. I'm looking believe this one, guys. I believe, I believe. The Marlins have the worst run differential in the national. Oh man, now this 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 was the wrong choice, but <laughs> I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number 34 of the Battered Marlins Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, I have actually two battered fans. Usually it's three other ones, but we got two other battered fans. Spaz is out doing his husband duty. Shout out to you. Hope all is good. Uh, let's start from my left to your right. Cali, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. Dealing with uh, dealing with a sick child these days, so by Ooh. osmosis, I too mm. am, am feeling it. Um, long, a couple of long nights, but I, I'm here, baby. I'm ready to talk to fish. Spring training is among us. Had watched the first spring training game of the year today, where the Dodgers put up eight runs on the Padres in the first. Um, yeah, I'm, baseball's back, man. I'm I'm pumped. I'm happy to be here. Baseball is back, but I think the most exciting news of the day, uh, I mean, I feel like it's necessary to throw it over to my guy over here, Brian. He's been oh. singing this man's praises and been dying for a certain signing. So go ahead. We're not even... I like your flowers. I'm not even introing. Just ah. go straight to it. How you doing, Brian? How do you feel about Mr. Tim Anderson oh, man, being I in Miami Marlin? The only person doing better than me is probably Tim Anderson himself uh happy to be he's happy to be here all the swag our team's gonna have now we've got our everyday shortstop he's ready to go um no better place to come and and turn the clock back and get back to hitting 300 right behind Luis rise in the lineup man i could not be happier and unlike if we would have gotten him at the deadline we would not we didn't give up anything we nope. just gave the guy five million bucks and said, "Come on down, man." Uh, approve and it. So... Approve it. Deal. One year, five mil. How do you think mm-hmm. that infield looks now? We got Tim Anderson at short. You think Luis Suarez stays at second, or you think they move him to first? Um, arise. I think. I think second. they could slide him over to first, uh, because it depends on what X does in spring training. If he he shows out, I think he he has a legitimate chance at the second base job. Uh, because Arise is a better, I think he's a better defender at first than uh, than Bell. Um, not that Bell's bad, but I, I think he's probably just better as a DH for us. Uh, well, and then Berger say, at third, I'm happy with. With the with the, the introduction of the DH and the NL, now it's it's possible, right? Because we have Berger and, and Bell, we could slot one of them into the DH spot. Caddy, what do you think? Um, so. There's, there's a lot of layers with a Tim Anderson signing, right? One year, $5 million. So not a, not a massive investment in general baseball terms, but a pretty big investment in terms of, of the Marlins. He immediately becomes, I think, our third highest paid player with that. Um, you know, 
so th there's two ways of looking at Tim Anderson, right? So the, the best case scenario is we get 2019 Tim Anderson where he hits over 300. You know, he's never hit more than 18 bombs in a season. But, you know, I think Lone Depot Park can be a little more friendly toward, towards that, especially, uh, you know, on the, on the Deadpool side. Um, you know, you know, not particularly spectacular infielder, but, um, you know, definitely the best one, the best shortstop we're going to have, uh, on For the sure. roster. Um, if, if the infield is Bell, Arise, Berger and Anderson, that's pretty bad defensive infield if we're being completely and totally honest. So I could see a world where X plays second. Arise moves over to first, and you give, and you kind of, you know, have Bell DHing, and then he'll cut, he'll come in and play first some games, and even maybe Berger, uh, you know, DHing on days that Birdie comes in and plays, and and Birdie can kind of stick to being that super utility role we have, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. He he's yep. flourished in that, um, and I, I don't think he's the type of guy that needs the pressure of playing every single day. Um, and having to kind of carry the role of a starting shortstop for a major league team. Um, so I, I think it's solid given the options that were available at shortstop and, and, you know, that it was a glaring need that the Marlins had, you know, I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Now, if, if we get, again, if we get 2019 or, or 2021, Tim Anderson, fantastic. We get, you know, 2022, 2023, Tim Anderson. But even 2022, uh, 2022 he had 301. Okay, twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three, he was particularly terrible. Um, I think it's yeah, interesting it that Berger had had some comments that he that he said himself that he thinks that Tim wanted a change of scenery even last year. Um, I guess he just wasn't happy in, in Chicago anymore, which makes sense. It wasn't a team that was competing for anything. It wasn't a team that had any ambition. A team that's clearly and very very clearly in a rebuild. How they haven't traded Dylan Cease yet for for real prospects or anything is is beyond me. But we'll see how that turns well, out. I, but I, since you were talking about his his stats, let me just throw them up there real quick for you. So th statistically, throughout his career, uh, since 2019, he was batting over 300, right? 335 in 2019, 322, 2020, 309, 2021, 301, 2022, and then last year just took a huge dip, was batting 245. Struck out 122 times. It, it, it just obviously wasn't a good year for him. But, I mean, if Spaz was here, I'd be asking him if he thinks that the cafecito is going to kind of turn him up. Because I feel like a, a change of scenery, it, it's always beneficial for a lot of these major league players. Especially when they have a down year. He also only played 79 games. Yeah. And with, with again with Tim Anderson, the the, the ceiling's oh. there. The ceiling's Powell. I mean, hit, having four years in a row hitting over three hundred is nothing to scoff at. Absolutely nothing to scoff at. You know, his OPS is solid. Nothing nothing spectacular. But you know, we saw three years stretch where it was at, at over eight hundred, which is you know what 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 you want. Um, you know, I I think that if we can get that type of production and maybe a change of scenery gets that, and and everyone keeps touching on. You know the the culture that Skip has set in the clubhouse. Yeah, maybe we, he's a prime a bounce back candidate. We have a good productive year from him. I don't think he resigns with us, but um, you know that's awesome. That's what we want. But if again, if we get a replay of last year, then then it's it's you know it it's it's ugly. But he did have a very very good four or five year stretch there that 
we need to bank on coming back. And I think with guys like him, you know, I think we, I think it's easy to look at the Marlins clubhouse and see the kind of the culture growing there and the kind of the personalities. And I think he fits in there, you know, especially with a burger, which he's familiar with, you know, jazz, uh, Nick Gordon. Now Josh Bell arise, you know, all these guys, uh, Sandy, Yuri, Garrett, that they're all like uber positive, like always laughing, always smiling type of guys. I think that's a great recipe for, for, you know, what, the Marlins are trying to accomplish. I still don't think this team is very much a competitor. Um, I think we can still win, you know, between 75, 85 games. I, I'd probably hover right around the 80 mark. Um, but it, it can be fun and exciting baseball, which is all we want, right? We just want, we want to be, we want to be close. We want to be close in October, right? We want, we want to be in the hunt. So. So you, you don't think that they're a, a competitor as far as, chasing the world series title or a playoff team because i think that they still have a chance to make the playoffs and yeah yeah i think i think yeah you know, it's, it's playoff it's, it's it's a playoff team like like i don't like a borderline know, playoff the, team yeah we're not we're gonna win the division but no no you know we'll be a contention for the wild card okay. yeah i think the, the phillies and braves got a lot better like yeah. they definitely got a lot better and especially like the braves taking a flyer on chris sale and obviously they're just they're the Braves. They lost nothing. They gained a few more. That that's that's the team to beat. I I still think the team to beat in the National League even more so than the Dodgers. Um, the Phillies got better. You know the, the Phillies are still good. You know so we're competing for the the third spot in the the East. You know and especially with the Mets with with Kodai Senga apparently going to be out for a while now, and they mm-hmm. have no they have zero pitching. They have, the, yeah. the Mets are absolutely shambolic. The Nationals look like give me a fucking break. Like they're the fucking Nationals, but. Um, you know, this is a team that I think can conceivably win, you know, 80 games, maybe in a solid year, get to that 85, 86 number that we talked about so much last year. And, you know, if and, and this is, you know, hopefully we stay healthy now in spring training and, you know, thing, things go our way and, you know, we capitalize off of that. But, you know, we, we have to see. It's, 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 it's exciting, though. I mean, if you look at all the guys we lost, especially in terms of the lineup and who we replaced them with, we got better in that regard. We definitely got better in that regard. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, it's gonna it's gonna be you know how do these guys stick? How does Tim Anderson stick? How does Nick Gordon uh, produce? Is there anybody else that they're gonna go chase? Is JD Martinez a real option still? You know, if if we if we were to get JD Martinez, does that all of a sudden change your perspective on we should be a playoff team? Yeah, we absolutely should be a playoff team if we sign JD Martinez. Yeah. That's thirty home runs. That's thirty home runs playing at home. It. it changes the dynamic in the infield a lot because JD Martinez cannot play, cannot play in the outfield. So he's going to be a full-time DH, um, right. which means you can't DH bell, which means, you know, probably X is B X becomes yeah, a utility X loses role a spot for sure. Mm-hmm. Or X loses a spot altogether. Um, but I think we still have, if I, if I'm now with TA, I, I think we still have one more spot left in the 40 man. So, um, yeah, I think, um, I think J.D. Martinez is possible. I think it'll probably be something where maybe like two weeks, three weeks into spring training, we see him signed. If if that's the way we go, because I think a lot of that depends on X's performance early in spring training. If he's looking like he just he's ready to take on that second baseman role, I think uh, just because of the limitations with Martinez, I think maybe they don't pull the trigger. But um, if he if he's ready. Or if, if if X stumbles, I think there's a real possibility we can make that happen. J- yeah, J.D. Martinez but, made 
JD Martinez made 10 million last year. Do you think he would come to play back to he's from Miami? Do you think he would mm -hmm. come to play for a hometown discount? Maybe kind of like a six, seven mil? Just I think to, at this I think at this point in his career, yeah. Because he, he's so do I. He's not young anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's, no. he's, he's, he's 36, I believe. Yeah, he's, he's about, I played against him in high school. Him. I, I played against him in high school, and he's older than me. He's he's four years older than I a two or He's two or three years older than I am, I think. So he's got to be 35, 36 at this point. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that, like, you know, he has, what, one contract left in him. I mean, he's coming off mm -hmm. a 30-home run season. Um, maybe he wants to play at home. You know, I don't. Maybe he takes the hometown discount. Um, that's a guy that's I would love I'm to. That's a guy I would love to roll. That I don't. Uh, the Marlins won't pay him ten million dollars because it's no, the Marlins. No, that's what I'm saying. Do that. Well, maybe but it's if, like a if, six, seven million. If, yeah, if he'll play for six or seven, you know. But he's a guy that also he can hold out. He can wait for some injuries to happen, or a team that says like "fuck, we're a bad away." You know that has that's a yeah. bigger that's a bigger payroll, and you know he can make ten, twelve million this year. So maybe that's what he's holding out on too. So. We'll see. Well, I I agree with you. If we get him, all of a sudden I'm thinking it has to be playoffs. Uh, Brian, if you had a uh, – do you think we get J.D. Martinez? I don't know how else to say it. Just straight up. Do you think we land J.D. Martinez? Uh, no. As much Neither as I would I. love to have him, I think that there's a path to get him. But um, I don't I don't think we're – I don't we're think he's taking that discount. That cash. I, uh, well, I think – I think that they you might go know. six seven. I think they would I, I go six or seven, six. and I could see him taking a, a bit of a discount if if he thinks, uh, especially after Tim Anderson signed. Like if he's like, you know, the Marlins are probably going to be able to sneak into the playoffs. Um, and what a cool story if he was able to like give us our first like playoff win at Lone Depot or first playoff game at Lone Depot. Like he he was part of that. Like that might appeal to him. But I mean, like um, if you think I, about it. I think Arise, Tim Anderson, Burger Bell, JD Martinez, and Jazz. Like, yeah. I, in what order? I don't know, but top six right there. And yeah. then you got a DLC, you got, you got Sanchez, and then you got Betancourt. Like, I I mean, I think we'll see DLC, a lot of Betancourt and Fortes, but yeah. And, and, yeah. Right. But I think that um, that's a solid squad. Do I think it's, it's a a World Series uh, contender, maybe not, but I definitely think it's a playoff team. And once you get yeah. in the playoffs, you know, it, it's all pitching at that point. So who knows what happens at that point? Yeah, but I, I think I saw uh, Mish put out a a tweet that there's nothing cooking. Yeah, yeah, I saw that earlier yeah. too. He said well, we were in on a pitcher and it didn't work out. And well, the pitcher ended up working out because he signed Vladimir Gutierrez to. Uh, Ooh, beautiful. To Beautiful radio job there, Cali. And as we segue over, Vladimir Gutierrez signed minor league contract with the Miami Marlins. Cali, what are your thoughts on Vladimir Gutierrez? Trash, garbage, <laughs> terrible. He's our I new mean, Cueto. It's a, it, he won't be the. I I, I have he's no. He's not as old as Cueto. No, he. I mean, he's twenty eight. He's still young. Uh, Cuban. He's Cuban. Shout out to the Cubans. You know, one one of us. Um, pretty abysmal numbers in his two big league seasons in 2021, 2022. He missed last year with, with, uh, an injury. I don't know if it was Tommy John or, or what it was, but I know he was out. Um, ERA in his last big league season with the Reds, uh, he had a five, four, uh, or what was it? I'm losing it. A 761 ERA in 10 games 
eight of them starts, gave up eight home runs in 10 games, walked 24, struck out 29. His FIP was 682. His whip was 19. I mean, it, it's bad. Like, I have to believe that this is a guy that's like, it's, it's, they're handing him a minor league deal, like, probably just play depth at this point. You know, if, if this is a guy that if, if he's play, if, if he's wearing the blue and black, like shit's gone terribly wrong that this if this guy's getting any for us because he's he's. Do you, do you guys have any terrible. idea if he if he at any point lived in Miami? Is he from Miami? I know he's Cuban, but I swear now that I'm looking at his picture, I swear this guy works out at LA Fitness. Maybe like, I don't know when I've seen him, but a Cuban baseball player living in Miami is about as prototypical as it gets. You yeah. know, Melky Cabrera used to work out in my gym in the off season, and it was really weird because but he, he used um... to like. He used to like go around naked in the locker room and like like whip like his friends like with the with the towels the towel. while he's going around the locker room naked. We you can't look at Melky Cabrera the same after that. I coached so. against his kid once upon a time. Um yeah. he's a pretty small player. But well, I think Gutierrez was one of a couple, I think it was Isaac tweeted it out um from Fish on First. They, they did a uh showcase at FIU. It had it was like a couple of Cuban pitchers, and I think he was one of them. So it's possible he goes to your LA Fitness. Yeah, yeah out here in Kendall, I'm telling you, I, I, yeah. I'm looking at him. The tattoos on his neck. I'm like, yeah, he's got like he's got like three spiders on his. Yeah, on his neck. I'm pretty sure I've seen him, and I've and I've when I've seen him in the past, I'm like, this guy looks like he might be a ball player, like a baseball player, but like I had no idea who he was. But now that I see his picture, I think he might be the. Might have worked out in uh, LA Fitness here in Canada. I'm almost 90% certain he was throwing a bullpen at our school, um, at the school I work at. The school I work at has a very good baseball program. And there's always guys kind of coming around. The Gurriel brothers were there, um, a couple other guys. And then I, I see this just tall dude throwing a pen, and he was, he was throwing hard and stuff like that. But, you know, just the numbers speak for themselves. Unless he has, like, a real bounce back, I don't, I don't see how this guy – makes the big league roster um i think he's hard to bounce back when you were never really there there's nothing to bounce back then like (laughs) the numbers aren't good themselves yeah i mean you can't bounce back if you were never there that is true all right so we we covered two new signings and um but let's go on to somebody that could be back on the team a real bounce back the man the myth the legend or so we thought might be (laughs) mr sixto uh, I'll let you Spazzy's start on this hero. one, Brent. I know, man. I wish Spaz was here to talk about this one. <laughs> Brett, and your thoughts on the man six, though? Oh, man. he's He's been hanging out with Johnny Cueto. They've got the same body type going now, which, uh, you know, for pitchers, okay. You don't, you don't have to be the most athletic guy. Need. Those are the guys that, that uh, last a while. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to last a while in the, the minor leagues, and we'll probably never see him again. <laughs> Um, what was it? Mel Mel said something like, Oh yeah, this is not the six toe. I know <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Um, in an interview, he's like, It's not the same six toe, uh, which I, I took it as a negative connotation, but maybe it was good. Mm-hmm. And for anybody who saw Spazzy's tweet where he was like, he's like, Oh, when six toe makes the rotation, nobody better be coming after me. I looked Spazzy in the eye yesterday in person, and I said there's no way in goddamn hell that you believe that. And he he was he just gave me a smile. So even his biggest fan doesn't believe he's coming back, I don't think. <laughs> Kali, what do you do you believe that we finally get to see the man, the myth, the legend, Sixto? 
I know this is bad radio, but like I'm rubbing my face in disgust. Um, <laughs> no, no, I don't think. No. I, I, my honest expectation is that he's DFA'd at some point during spring training. Honestly, because at, at what point do you keep holding on? You, you'd think a guy that had so so much hype around him and and you know is probably starving for a chance to get into the big league club. With an opportunity, you, quite frankly. Six to toe ain't starving for nothing. Starving in six toe ain't. I was going to get that joke together. and you fucking ruined it. I was going to get there. You had to let me build it up and you fucking ruined it. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you'd think this guy would come back in good shape. Like, we even see Pablo Sandoval with the Giants come back and the guy's shed like 50 pounds. Like, just dying for another chance. This guy comes back with, I mean, the, the only... The, the only thing that dude's been lifting is croquetas into his mouth at La Ventanita. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it was one of the fish on first guys or one of the other Marlins writers, but they, they clocked his fastball in the, the simulated ba uh, batting practice mm -hmm. the other day, and he was topping out at 86. And they said the slider looked pretty good, but dude, 86 gets hit hard in this league. Like, it gets mm -hmm. hit very hard. And yeah, people were like, oh, the early made... 2000s. Yeah. And get like, away with that. Yeah. And they said, oh, Arise swung and missed. I was like, yeah, he, he swung and missed that one pitch. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. But you tell me Sixto struck out Arise twice in BP, I'll be impressed because no one strikes out Arise. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the numbers aren't there. He's clearly not in good shape. He's clearly, you know. Like it seems like he's not taking this very seriously. Like if you're if you're showing up to spring training with a you know trying to fight for a roster spot, because there's no way you look at this. If the Marlins have anything going for it, it's pitching. If the Marlins have absolutely anything going for it, it's pitching, specifically starting pitching. This guy is so far down the totem pole in terms of who's up next that you know what do you keep him around for? Like like that's it, man. Like the 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 trade the trade failed. Like it was a it, it, yeah. At the end of the day, it was a bad trade. Like, mm -hmm. the, we lost the real Muto trade by a million, and that's okay. Like, we're the Marlins. We're used to this. We're battered fans. But, I, I man, cut the ties. Let it ride. You know, we have enough young arms in the system because you're looking at a rotation. Our, our rotation probably it, today, February 22nd, 2024, it's going to be Lazardo, Yuri, uh, Garrett, um, Cabrera. Rogers, all right, Cabrera, probably, and then a, a variation of either like you know Puck, you have Max Meyer, you have Monteverdi, who's who's probably itching for a chance as well. You know, you have we have arms there. We, you have Weathers too. Like all those guys are going to get a shot before Sixto Sanchez. So let's just cut the bullshit. We don't need to keep doing this anymore. Like, like again, I'm I'm fully expecting him to be DFA'd at some point this spring. I can't imagine they keep him in the minors and keep you know crossing their fingers and hoping this guy becomes something. Like let it go. Like that's it. Yeah. Well, I guess that leads me into to the next topic real quick. Who are you most looking forward to watching in spring training? I told you I'm not a big spring training watcher. I like to keep up with what's going on and how people are doing, but I don't actually sit down and watch spring training games. But I know you guys do, so. Callie, who are you most looking forward to watching in spring training? I know I mean, who Brandon's looking forward to. Who are you looking forward to, Callie? Um, I mean, what what's good is that we didn't lose a lot in the in the mm -hmm. starting lineup, or or and we lost absolutely nothing in the rotation, which which is great. Which still remains to be seen because there's been trade talks or centered. I mean, Yuri, you can technically say, yeah, there, there's been 
you know, trade talks circling circling around Cabrera and even Lazardo a bit. I don't, I'm not convinced that they make a move anymore at this point, unless something really blows them away or it's just like a, like an impressive haul of prospects or near major league ready guys. Um, so in that regard, like of our starters, like we, we know what we have. I'd like to see some guys take the jump. I like, you know, I like to see Sanchez become a little more consistent, you know, you know, I'm excited to see guys like with like Bell and Berger with a full system, a full year and you know, on the team. Mm-hmm. But um, well, who I'm really excited to see, um, one is Max Meyer. I'm excited to see how he's bounced back from the TJ. And that's and, what I was you know, gonna say. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. How I'm, I'm excited to see how he's slinging it. I'm excited to see how Puck looks in a starter role. Um, and then on top of that, like X and Amaya, I think are two guys we really need to keep an eye on. Those are guys that that you know are obviously great candidates to probably X more than Amaya at this point, but two guys that are probably primed to have a real role and make some real contributions on the big league level. Um, I think the ceiling is pretty high for both of them, especially X. I'm really, really high on him. Um, his numbers have actually been pretty damn good. He played pretty damn good when, when he was with the, the big league club with us. So those are guys that I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to see if they, they're they're They can make the jump and they can, they can really contribute to, to. Amaya took a hit with Tim Anderson signing though. He sure did. He most certainly yeah. did, but he's a guy yeah. that he plays great defense. He can swing it. I mean, we, we saw him last year. He's he's you know he's a guy that can definitely contribute. But he it's it's tough to find us, especially with the signing of Tim Anderson. Yeah, it's going to be it's tough. To see. You're not gonna you're not gonna carry Birdie, uh, Amaya, and X. No, it's you're not. Two of those. Not. Yeah, right. taking two, and 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 one of the and Birdie State. Birdie, like, Birdie's the, Birdie has to stay. Yeah. Third, Birdie Birdie's the third highest paid guy on the team, believe it or not. He's he's staying, right. so it's going to be up to X and Amaya to figure to fight it out. Obviously, I think X gets the call there, but if Amaya can impress, who knows? Yeah, Brenton, who who, <laughs> who are you looking forward to seeing? Well, you already took six toe from no, <laughs> um, <laughs> two guys. Uh, Patrick Monteverde, obviously. Yep. Um, okay, I knew that. You know, one. I'll keep ringing that bell uh, as as much as I can. And one person that I think the organization is probably sleeping on is uh, Troy Johnson. I'm Damn. excited to see him in spring training. He is not on the 40 man roster, so you know he was probably one of our better hitters uh, in the minor league system last year, if not our best. Uh, and for a team that has very little hitting prospects in the system, he's going to be a good one to keep an eye on and, and see if he can maybe make some disruption and maybe uh, there is a path for him to make this club. Um, so we'll see there. The other person, last person, I just he just popped into my mind is um, Griffin Conine. We got a Conine in spring training. Um, again, so power bat, um, he, he had our decent season at Pensacola. I don't expect him to meet, make the major league team, obviously, but, um, I just love the fact that we're going to have a co nine on the field again. Okay. So, another, another guy that I just thought of that we things. can, we can keep a, we can keep an eye on is to see if Trey Mancini actually makes the team too. You know, non-rostered yeah. by he, you know, he, you know, he's a guy that he, I think he has three opt-out options. Um, again, a guy that he's, he's had some very, very good years, very experienced. And, and you know, I think he can be a good veteran presence in, in the locker room. Um, so we'll see if he can ball out and, and crack this, this club. And again, it's going to be tough because he's 
at this point in his career, he's basically a first baseman. So, yeah. am I the only one looking forward to seeing Avi Garcia out in the outfield again? No? <laughs> uh, I think Peter Pratt is pretty excited about that. <laughs> I mean, you have to be like, he's gonna be there. He's gonna get some time. You just gotta try to be positive until he pisses you off again. Let's see. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. No. I don't know. I have, I have no <laughs> hope. I have no hope. I mean, hope. I, I mean, obviously, it's better for us if he if he does well. But I'm just ready for the guy to be off the books. Like, I think I think it's one year left, right? If we can yeah. find somebody, uh, I don't think it's one year. I'm pretty sure no. we have two more years of Avi. Oh my God! I'm gonna check that out right now. As hard as you can, please. Because I think we signed him to a four-year deal, so this is year. He's going into year three. I, I can't believe we gave that fucking guy twelve million dollars a year. Like that's that's just absolutely. Yeah. So it's this year at twelve million. Next year at twelve million, and then 2026. It's a club <laughs> option. Club it's option. a club <laughs> option. It's a club option. So oh. unless he unless he completely blows up. It's it's just this year and next year, so thank yeah. Goodness. So two more years of this shit. So it's gonna yeah, be great. Damn, Jesus, also got, look, oh my god, Mike V fucking cooking me in the comments right now. God damn, Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I can probably run faster than Higuain right now, though. You more than likely can. All right, you're, so you're yeah, smaller uh, let's than go. Higuain now, huh? You're smaller than Higuain now. I am, and I'm banging in goals when I play pickup, dude. Like, don't yeah. play with me right now, like. All right. I'll so speak the final topic of the day. Yes. Let's talk, let's talk about these sexy pants that we've been seeing out in spring training. Oh, fuck me. So <laughs> I wasn't aware of this until you guys brought it up to me. Apparently, <laughs> Nike's had fanatics making the pants now for these uh, uniforms. And let's start with uh, the more subtle. So apparently, they're see through. As you can see yeah, here, not apparently. He it's, has his shirt tucked in. So uh, there you go. That's, that's one image. Here's another one. As you can see, his his. Uh, Do you have the bigger image of this one? I uh, no, I, I can look for it. Because I if if you look it. at if you look at this one, another thing that pisses me off that I saw when I was scrolling through Twitter before hopping on, they're both wearing the white jersey in that picture, but the but the sleeves are different on both of them. The cuffs. Oh, I, I got one it. is like a really did, thin did black one. Oh, I got so, it. I got so I'll, I'll put it up on screen in a second. The other thing I want to point out about these white uniforms is they're now cream. There is no white uniforms. They are like a very subtle cream. Which is fine. Like that part doesn't bother me, but it's just, it It looks so cheap. Like they look dirty. It like, looks like somebody didn't put bleach in with the whites. So what you're telling me that dirty. that the the Yankees jersey now or uniform isn't going to be sure the white and fine because the Yankees are the prize fucking ch- jeweled child of fucking. Well, it's like the original. Oh, well, the original image that started all this was the Mariners. Yeah, they had this year's jersey versus last year's, and last year's was pristine white, and this year's was like a cream. It looked yeah. like a yellowed almost. It, it doesn't look good. And not only that, you can see. And, I, I know the one that you're talking about, the Mariners one. Yeah, this is the one. So the guy on the left, you can see the the thin. It's like a thinner black line, and then on the right, it's a much thicker black line. Mm. And oh, it's yeah. like more. It's like more cuffed on the right. Also, it's a fucking disaster. Well, these, these aren't the best pictures of the day, though. So let's get to the best pictures of the day. So let's start with uh, as his favorites. One. So here you go. 
you you see Casey Schmidt's full testicles. Yes, like yeah. they are cool. in full display. Full like steroid these check pants. right there. These full ball ball this, this is just, like who <laughs> who first of all, not just who thought this was a good idea for the pants, but who thought it was a good idea to publish this picture? Like it's Photoshop, you, dude. Oh that has to be Photoshop, doesn't it? No, that's not photoshopped. They should have photoshopped it because you know we're I, staring at we're staring at Casey, <laughs> Casey Schmidt's balls right now. because uh, this is the thing. Because this next picture I'm gonna put up, my wife is convinced that it's photoshopped because she said it doesn't even make sense. So here we go. My favorite picture of the day. There you go. <laughs> Full dick, man. That there it is. <laughs> but, Full uh, dick, but, bro. So, but where that are the is- testicles then? Huh? I think that's that uh, that little pouch you see, kind of like you know, yeah. just, below, just below the gooch. Dead there. center. <laughs> this is this is just this so, is just uh, someone was telling me that they think he's wearing a cup, but yeah, I, I I'm of the belief that big leaguers like I I like I played high school and college. I never wore a fucking cup, and I played third. I did not wear a fucking cup. Oh, in know? the hot corner, I never wore. Oh, a cup. It was just so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Wow, you are a them. brave man in the in the hot corner. You didn't wear one. I played yeah. D2 baseball too, man. I wasn't seeing 150 mile an hour active velos or anything, bro. Like, fair, I, fair, I was, fair, fair. I'll see fat corn fed righties fucking roll it over to me. I, 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 there were some smoked every now and again, but but yeah, no, I never wore yeah. a cup. And I don't think big leaguers, like I'd imagine, like the talent that you have. Like I was, I was a fucking D2 nobody that played third base. Like big leaguers with the with the amount of like capability and talent that they have, like across the board. Like these dudes probably aren't wearing cups, so that's why I don't believe that this dude's wearing a cup. Like, it, it's just like well, you see the perfect shaft, like you see it <laughs> the all perfect there. shaft. It, it's it's true. It's it's wild. It's wild. Well, it's... And I look. I I've, I haven't watched a full uh, spring training highlights, right? But I've seen pictures from spring training, and I've seen some Yankee pictures. For those that don't know, I also follow the Yankees and. They look nothing like that. I don't know if the pinstripe helps cover so, that stuff up or something, but so there's multiple problems with these uniforms. One of which is there are not enough pants to go around to teams. So the Cincinnati Reds are one of the teams that are wearing last year's pants because they can't get this year's pants. That's fucking insane. And so if you look at the jersey, the jersey is cream and the pants are white. Really? And they were yeah. And so then this is major pitchers, league teams that we're talking yeah, about. Major league pitchers, baseball. Pitchers have be, a big might problem. Be a beautiful breakdown there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pitchers, pitchers have a big problem with this because they they used to be able to send their measurements to Nike and get custom pants so that they fit right. Like you know, pitchers are finicky, so they want their pants to fit right. This year, they sent their measurements in, and Fanatic said. Nah, we don't do that, man. We got sizes here, and they just send them the closest size. And like they are, the fit is terrible. They're see through. It's just, it's a disaster. And uh, it's going to get addressed. Any indication to how Fanatics is going to do when they have the hockey jersey licensing? Like we're going to have hockey players dying of frostbite or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this look, I've. I've I use Fanatics, but I've never purchased Fanatics um, apparel like the one that they make because they make their own. Yeah, and I always stay away from the Fanatics branded. Like I use Fanatics website to yeah. buy 
Nike and Adidas, whatever. But I've never bought because I just I don't trust them. And after saying this, definitely don't trust it. Like yeah. the, the generic team T-shirts. Like I have I have one for the Marlins and one for the Orioles, and like it's fine. Like the the is take the, the 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 take October shirt is is fanatics branded. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. Okay. It's a T-shirt. Okay. Like it is okay. what it is. But like I just don't understand how Major League Baseball lets this happen. Like yeah. Like this is, this is absolutely and, and to the point that even guys like Jeff Passan and some of these big baseball analysts and writers and, and personalities are all saying like this is a joke. Like this has there's some, there has to be something done with this. Like and it's weird because well, everything's the players like, association is involved too now. Yeah, like this is like it's embarrassing, man. Like how it is, like it is. Well, this is, this is and, like the type of shit I expect to happen in MLS, to be honest with you. Like, so this up. is the best part. I saved the best for last. Oh, no. They fucked yeah. up Cubby Blue. Ooh. It is not oh, Cubby no. Blue. Yeah. Next time you got you to gotta send me all these pictures because I, I – I, I They did an interview. This. I didn't see the side-by-side pictures, but they did an interview with um, – Shit, I forget. I forget who on the Cubs it was. And he's like, he's like, the Blues are different. Like, I held the jerseys next to each other, and they're different. And so, like, Cubby Blue is supposed to be a thing. Why am I getting roasted by Mike today? Why am I this person? (laughs) (laughs) This is is similar to Cubby Blue, no? Like, that royal blue? How do you mess that up? Yeah. It's like 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 two shades off. It's like two shades off. Yeah, it's like a touch darker than than the royal blue. But, Yeah. yeah, it's a very specific blue, and... Man, how do you like? That's like messing. Like that's like giving the Yankees the wrong shade of navy, or like the yeah. Red Sox the wrong shade of red. Like how the Dodgers yeah. the wrong shade of like. How do you do that? These are historic franchises. Like, yeah, I'm well, hoping that's... that I'm hoping that there's enough uproar that something changes. Like because I, I think mean, there has to be. This is embarrassing for a league that's that's one fighting to to be not become irrelevant and. um and two, yeah. they need to be taken like this is America's pastime. Like we are the most prestigious league in the in the country. Blah blah blah. And and you're letting this sh- amateur shit happen. Like it just doesn't make sense. Mike V, you're absolutely right. It's Bluey Blue. Shout out Bluey. My Bluey my is the best show, show of all time. Best show ever. Yes, I love, 100%. I love Bluey. I I, 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 I throw that out there for my kids all the time. I was like, you want to watch Bluey? Because I'll sit there. My and watch son it with watches me. it. Every every chance he gets, he throws on Bluey. No, I got, I got home, with him. One hundred percent. My daughter's my daughter's been homesick the last two days. I get I, I get home. I trade off with my wife. I was like, I'm, I'm fucking tapped out. I'm done. I see my daughter before saying hi. Before anything, she just stares at me dead in the eye and says, "Bluey." I'm like, <laughs> "Hi, good to see you." Yeah. She's like, "No, Bluey." I'm like, "All right, cool. We're gonna watch fucking Bluey." Well, you know, my son is is. Oh really upset because he found out that Bluey's a girl. Because he was like, bet, Bluey represents me. Bluey's uh, little sister, I forgot what the, the Bingo. name is. On, guy. Bingo. Represents yeah. my, my sister, you know, my daughter. And she's like, bet, we each got one. He found out it's a girl. He's like, what is this? He no longer wants to watch Bluey. Like, no. this, this doesn't represent me anymore. Ethan's all in on Rusty. The cricket player. That's who we got. Yeah. The new episodes. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry guys if you haven't seen it, but last well, episode will, of the new season. <laughs> I will tell you one one last quick thing. Uh my daughter was obsessed with Snickers. 
one of the the hot dog on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, And there's a an episode where she's constantly Louis yelling Snickers, Snickers, Snickers. But my daughter used to have a problem pronouncing the K and the C sound. Oh no. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> where this is going? Don't say this. We're we're live. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know where that's going, and I had to get I put a stop to that immediately because she yeah. just got into the whole yelling that out. So, yeah. Oh yeah. So that that was the that was my bluey story. All right. Uh, I think we're done with the topics. Uh, any final words, gentlemen? Uh, Brenton. Listen, uh, baseball's better with more balls and more bats in it, apparently. So. Um, well, yes. keep your eyes peeled for spring training. If you guys can get out there, if you've never done spring training, like Spazzy's never been to Jupiter, um, try it, try it, get out there. It's a cool time. You can get push kids out of the way and get stuff signed and stuff. So uh, you you know don't what? push I'm, kids. And with, <laughs> and with those, with those pants, you know how, how uh, yeah. Spazzy always calls Sandy El Caballo. Yeah. They gotta do something. <laughs> they gotta fix those pants, man. Kali, any final words? Um, no, man. I'm excited. Baseball's back. I, I, I again. I watched the Padres and the the Dodgers today. It was just good to just to see it again, man. Just to see the the balls popping in the mitt. You know the the back cracking on the ball. Um, it was it was, it was great that uh that the first Multiple uh, levels. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Let me tell you it, something. It was the first, the first top, the the first half of the inning that we saw was just a, a fucking, you know, moonshot fest. It was great, but uh, yeah, get out to Jupiter. I know we as the the battered hosts, we we talked about doing a, you know, a collective trip up there together, a road so trip, a little road cool. trip to yeah to go Jupiter. watch. So maybe we can uh we can all sit, we can see some of you guys and yeah, man. And season the season will be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. I um you tweeted something out. I forgot what it was exactly, but I'm paraphrasing. I agree with you. There's nothing like hearing that ball hit that mitt when, oh, when uh, pitchers start. That sound. It's like it's a couple sounds that hit me that way. That one, a ball going through a net like perfectly. That like there's a couple sounds, but that ball hitting that mitt is such a sweet sound. I really like. I really. I love. Enjoy. I love that a lot of the teams were doing the like ASMR, just kind of like sights and sounds from spring training like before the games or anything it's just guys yeah. throwing bullpens and like guys taking batting yeah. practice you don't hear voices or anything like that you just hear the, the crack of the bat you hear the the zip of the ball and the ball popping the mitts like oh this is good shit man. This, yeah man we're, we're yeah. fucking back i can listen oh, to that yeah, shit for hours and That's we have awesome. to shout out if you guys aren't doing it cali's been putting out these awesome polls every day oh, for sure uh with the uh like it's a he picks a sports icon and says what what team do you associate him with? And uh, Twitter spoke, and Gary Sheffield is a Marlin. He, he never played for anybody else. Yeah, I've, I've been yes. doing the the. Rem- uh, I, I came. I'm in a group chat with my brother and, and some friends of ours, and we, he my my friend randomly asked like, "Oh, who do you associate Plaxico Burris with?" I'm like, "Why the, the fuck Giants? Asking Plaxico Burris, but you know, See, I'm like, I, and, I, and, I said, and I said the Steelers. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, no, it's the Giants, bro. I'm like, what do you mean the Giants? Like, oh, he won a Super Bowl with them. He, yeah, he, that, that Super Bowl catch. Yeah. And not only I, that, like, he shot himself in the leg when he was with the while Giants. While playing with the Giants, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why. Maybe it's my age because I'm a little older than them. It's like, I remember him with the Steelers. I remember him being a baller with the Steelers. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I do also, and, uh, but so, I, I think that's Super Bowl. 
so we started talking like, oh, what about this guy? What about that guy? And I just started writing them all down on a note on my phone. And I'm like, I'm taking this to Twitter. And the Plaxico Burris one popped off. Uh, I think I did Roger Clemens right after that. Uh, yeah. Mike you know, Messina. I did Mike Messina yesterday. Today I did Pedro Martinez. And that one's way more lopsided than I thought it was going to be. But uh, Red I, have Sox. One, I have a new one every day. I think I'm up to like 60 players right now, players and coaches from across multiple sports. Um so if if you guys know, can think of any, send them my way. I'll, I'll add them I to the list. I got one. Who's that? What podcast do you associate Danny with? And then list all of them out. <laughs> There's not enough characters on Twitter for that, man. Elon won't use that one. It's right. actually a good one. I'm going to use that one. Which one do you think? Yeah. Danny with? But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to I'm going to do the big three. I'm going to do the uh, the Marlins, uh, Inter Miami, and the Heat, and see what happens. Yeah. All right, uh, Dolphins is probably up there also, but uh, I don't think they intertwine too much with the other ones. All right, well, uh, we appreciate you uh, guys joining us. If you are on audio, please leave us a five-star uh, comment, review, all that other good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, and if you joined us in the chat, as always, we appreciate you joining us and chipping in. Um, hopefully, Spaz joins us on the next one. Just because he wasn't here, I'm just going to throw his baby picture back up there. Shout out to Spaz. <laughs> Hope all is well. And uh, hopefully you're back in two weeks. We are, we'll are we be back soon every week. But uh, it's every yep. two weeks for the next couple episodes. But we'll be back weekly very soon. So until the next one, have a good one.